Welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran and expert, tax sell trainer, author of the Tax Sell Playbook, founder of the Tax Sell Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. This podcast is provided completely free through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax faulted real estate, just head on over to taxcellacademy.com. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com. I am super excited about today's episode. This is a topic that I enjoy myself personally, and I'm hopeful that you'll come to enjoy it soon after you finish up with today's episode. We're talking about marketing. Specifically, we're talking about marketing in a way that will help drive and grow your tax sell business. I can remember many years ago, more than 17 now, when I first got into tax sell investing. And at that time, the internet wasn't fully leveraged for tax sell investors, and we actually had to pick up the phone to sell most of our properties. What I often do is I would start off with calling previous buyers. Hey, I've got another lot. Do you want to buy this one? If that didn't work, I would call real estate agents. Do you have a buyer for this property? And a lot of them I knew did have buyers that would buy certain types of properties. I remember one specific agent who's from out of town. She drove up to my office and I put her in my vehicle. I took her on an hours long tour of the entire county and I showed her a number of different subdivisions, asking her which one she thinks she might have buyers in. And then what would happen? I'd go to the tax sale auction, I would buy properties in that subdivision, call her, sell them through her to her buyers. This became a never ending cycle. Now I didn't realize it at the time, I thought I was just giving somebody a free tour. What I was doing though, as I was essentially being a marketing vessel for my tax sell business. I wasn't just an investor, I became a marketer. I'd sell her and others on the idea of investing in that area, on that subdivision itself, and eventually on that specific piece of property. Now, this isn't the approach that I recommend doing in today's era of technology. We'll actually discuss this later in today's episode, but there are much easier ways than cold calling agents and driving strangers around all day. But nonetheless, what I was doing then is marketing. I was building my buyers list and I was growing my tax sale business. When I sit back and really think about the best times in my business, the years that I experienced the most growth, sold the most properties, made the most amount of money, it was also the times when I marketed the properties and my business the best. Most of the people who have watched my YouTube channel, listened to this podcast, read my book, or even joined the Tax Law Academy probably understand the importance of marketing and selling, but they always tend to put it on the back burner. It's secondary to them. They focus on everything else up front. And while there isn't anything wrong with focusing on research, buying, auctions, all that kind of stuff, because it is so important, don't neglect the fact entirely that you'll eventually need to sell that property. So I wanna lay out a few different marketing tips when it comes to your tax sale business. Now this is just kind of some basic type stuff you really need to fully grasp and understand. The first one is that your marketing plan actually begins, whether you know it or not, before you purchase the property. Part of your due diligence is to determine the value and the desirability of that property. These two obviously play hand in hand. Price something too high and you'll never sell it no matter how desirable it is. Buy something that has zero desirability and no one will care about your low price. Supply and demand run parallel to this too, of course. 
I did an episode on this a few weeks back about pre-planning your exit strategy. And that's just not a catchy title or something you should think about. It's something you need to do. The time to figure out how to exit an investment is before you make that investment, not afterwards. The best marketing plan will always begin with the best product possible at the best price possible. So understand that. Your marketing plan begins right now before you purchase a property. The next one is audience. Imagine you're driving down the road. You look over and you see this beautiful mansion. The owner of that property, he will sell it to you for $100, but you don't know it's for sale and nobody else does. So nobody will ever purchase that property. If you have the most amazing property at the most amazing price, there isn't a single person in the world that is going to buy that property if they don't know it's for sale. Obviously, that's a little bit of a stretch here, right? We're exaggerating a little bit because most people know they have to tell people that their property is for sale, right? You'll do something to market that property, hopefully. But how much traffic is that something generating for you? While we're on this point, we also need to discuss the type of traffic or the type of audience. Posting that property, your investment property, on your personal Facebook page where your 76 friends can view it probably won't be all that helpful. Even if your weird uncle does decide to do the whole like, comment, and share thing, right? What you're looking for is something called targeted traffic. I write about this in Tax Cell Playbook, but targeted traffic is the type of traffic that would be most interested in the product type that you are selling. You want to get your property in front of as much targeted traffic as humanly possible. The next tip is that your words or the way that they are delivered are going to be what sells the property for you. A lot of old school guys are incredibly guilty at doing a lousy job with this one. I've seen the same exact piece of land marketed two ways. I'll summarize it, but along the lines of 0.24 acre mobile home lot, dirt road, needs well and stepping. That was the first one. The second one was build your dream home, or this lot also allows mobile homes, quiet and rural setting. Now, which one do you think you would buy, right? Obviously, the second description went on and on and on in that same type of tone. And while many ads are a little bit overdone, it's important to understand that most buyers are not going to respond to boring. Boring does not sell. When we look at ads, when we look at people, places, politicians, anything, boring will not sell. You need to learn to write your words in a manner that will generate interest, excitement, and most importantly, a buyer. All right, the next one. Please use technology. This is not 1990 anymore. Technology is required. And the better you are at using it, the better off of an investor you'll become. Please remember that. Again, the better you are at using technology to get your property in front of targeted traffic, the more successful you will become. Embrace, use, and leverage technology. You need to look at the internet as a funnel of sorts. You have all this traffic. You have 4.5 billion internet users. From there, you're going to funnel them down to the people that are interested in real estate in your area. And then 
we take it a little bit a step further. You're gonna funnel down some more to people who are interested in the type of property at that price point in that area. Then you're gonna funnel them down just a little bit more to the most interested buyers. So at the bottom of this funnel, you're gonna have multiple buyers, hopefully, for your property. And every step of the way is where you're gonna utilize and leverage that technology to narrow down that list. Every step of the way, you're utilizing those tools that will help achieve the most targeted traffic possible. That's why a buyer's list is so valuable. A buyer's list is a list of people that have already been funneled and are ready, willing, and able to buy a property right this very second. It's a concentration of buyers that have already gone through this process, who you've already used all your filtering and funneling and technology on. Your goal should be to leverage every single bit of technology at your disposal to create the most targeted traffic possible with the least amount of effort and expense. That's it. If you can do that successfully, you're gonna reap the benefits for decades to come. The last one is to adjust as necessary. As you begin to market your property, you should ask yourself every day, if you're doing the most you possibly can to generate the most amount of targeted traffic with the least amount of effort and expense possible. Now, notice here, I didn't say no effort and no expense, but the entire idea is to run your marketing department very, very efficiently, okay? If your current process isn't working any longer or goes just a little bit stagnant, then consider making some changes. Remember when I said earlier in this podcast that I used to drive people around looking at properties? Yeah, I haven't done that in well over a decade. That's obsolete. I adjusted. And it's not just an adjustment that you should do every decade, right? Or every year. It's daily. Make micro adjustments if you have to. Tweak the advertisement. Add an additional email to that follow-up sequence of your buyers or your potential buyers. Use one new advertisement a day. Find a different website to advertise on. Whatever it might be. Whatever it is, just keep pressing forward and tweaking what isn't working. And get this, even if it is working, what can you do? How can you make minor tweaks that you can test out to see if they'll work a little bit better to bring in maybe another response every day or another response every other day? Just an additional few responses that can help you to sell that property quicker or to build your buyer audience and ultimately your tax office. A successful marketer is gonna be the one who is constantly improving their marketing techniques. So hopefully these marketing tips have helped you out. We often make the mistake of calling ourselves tax sell investors and focusing only on the tax sell aspect of it. Like the research, the tax sell itself, the buying aspect, that whole side. Please don't neglect the marketing aspect. If you become a superhero of both the tax sale side of things and the marketing side of things, you will absolutely be an unstoppable force and you're gonna make lots and lots of money in this business. I really hope that today's episode was helpful for you. If so, please do me a huge favor and leave us some positive feedback. That feedback is the primary way that we measure whether or not this podcast has been helpful for our listeners and we are so very appreciative of each and every one of you who have taken the time to leave positive feedback already. And if you'd like to learn more about investing in tax filter real estate, head over to taxcellacademy.com. And if you're ready to go all in and commit right now, then just click on that join button once you're on the website and become a member of the academy where we teach tax investing in a very comprehensive step-by-step manner, including how to use the internet and all sorts of other ways to market your property, yourself, and your business. Again, thanks so much for listening. Take care and make it a successful day.